hello hello how fucking low guys what is up i hope that everyone is doing well welcome back to another fucking podcast episode of what is there to even talk about formerly known as i just want to fucking know i am your host nature valley and i just wanted to briefly apologize to you guys because i know that i typically try and crank out episodes um every sunday evening but y'all this is no excuse but I mean, shit, you know, shit happens, and right now, life is really trying to kick me in the asshole, but though it is succeeding, I'm still wiggling the foot out of my asshole, so we're keeping it moving, um, so I am a day behind, but hopefully you guys forgive me, um, but today, I wanted to talk to you guys about trauma, And I know that we've all kind of heard this term floating around and we've heard of like toxic people and things like that. And oftentimes we kind of feel like we're exempt from being toxic people. Um, But the fact of the matter is that we have all been toxic in some situations. Um, And I think it's ready. It's time for us to recognize that shit. And it's time to, you know, really talk about where that toxicity comes from. Um, and in my opinion, it comes from unresolved trauma. Um, so this is no Google definition or anything or any formal definition or anything like that. But from my experience, trauma can be defined as anything that has resulted from abuse, be it verbal, physical, sexual abuse, um, that has deeply affected you psychologically um in ways that we may or may not recognize i feel like that's a pretty good fucking definition y'all like i i ain't read that off nothing i just went off the fucking dome okay but trauma is essentially things that have that you have experienced in your life um usually as a youth but it can happen at any point in your life um And it just winds up affecting you in different ways and showing itself in different ways as you get older in life. Um, So I think it's important that we recognize that it's something that we've all encountered to some extent um, and that at no point should we ever disregard someone's trauma because we may not see it as as big as something else or whatever the fuck. Like at the end of the day, we're all people that have been hurt. And that should be recognized and talked about because when it isn't talked about, it results in unresolved trauma and um, it just becomes a cyclical, fucking disastrous, nasty mess um, in little ways that we don't even recognize. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how it happens. So like when we think of trauma, we think of huge instances, right? We think of like sexual trauma I know that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of trauma like a sexual trauma and that could be filtered wholly by my you know own trauma which I'll get into a little bit more later or the fact that I'm a woman and I experience it very often or the fact that I'm black (laughs) and I experience it very often so it's kind of just rooted within the identities that I have or that have been mounted onto me as we've talked about. Um, But I do want to go into that a little bit more in other episodes. But I just wanted to make sure that we realize that trauma doesn't always happen in 
you know, big dramatic instances, it can result in little things as well. So I know that like sometimes trauma can result when we're a kid and maybe our parents are unintentionally neglectful. Maybe they have, you know, a job and they're working a lot and you're at home a lot. And so um, you have some sort of deep-rooted trauma from them not being there, or sometimes you had to grow up a little bit faster because you had a parent who needed you to be a parent as well, um, because maybe there wasn't a second parent at home, or maybe they were struggling with substance abuse based on a trauma that they've incurred, or maybe it's, you know, something as simple as, like, growing up awkward, um, or, I don't know, having a, a weight issue, or just a lot of things can contribute to trauma, it doesn't just happen from very, not oblique, what's the fucking word I'm looking for, it doesn't happen in very obvious ways all the time, and it doesn't show itself in very obvious ways either, like, the results of trauma don't always show themselves in various ways, um, I know that for myself, there are a lot of like words that spark traumatic instances in my mind or traumatic, um, just trauma. Like I I have incurred a lot of trauma, um, just living. And I know that like, yeah, it's just more, it's a lot more common than we recognize. And I think that if we open up the floor to kind of have conversations of how it begins and how it happens and you know the roots of these issues I think that we can really start to try and heal um trauma and like I said it doesn't just affect um children it doesn't just affect elderly people it doesn't just affect one group of people at all in fact living in a society where everyone is kind of just trying to figure everything out it's almost impossible to not incur trauma in some form I was watching a comedy special and this might seem silly but I was watching a comedy special earlier and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way I mean I understood where she was coming from but essentially the joke was that she as a woman has incurred a lot of trauma you know just kind of trying to navigate being a woman and being attractive and you know guys hitting on her and being abusive in a lot of different ways and then her speaking to her husband who obviously has more privilege I mean she's a white woman so she has privilege on her own and she hasn't incurred some of the trauma that maybe a black woman has incurred or anything else like that but it was interesting because she tried to or she did actually diminish the trauma that he'd experienced as a kid. And it may sound silly, like, it sounds silly, but at the same time, like, you can't tell a person how trauma affects them, you know? And so the joke was that she was afraid to walk outside because she was a woman and, like, you know, just a lot, you know? Um, And then she speaks to her husband, and he's like, wait, 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 babe. Like, I've been traumatized, too, When I was a kid, I walked downstairs on Christmas Eve and saw my father, um, like, wrapping up my Christmas presents and putting them under the tree. And her immediate reaction was, like, basically, what the fuck, nigga? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's not traumatic. Like, if this is your trauma, then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, like, I totally, I 110% get her perspective. I really, really do, because a lot of time we play this, like, 
trauma comparison game you know like oh that's not as big as this so you should be grateful or oh but you don't know how deeply that impacted someone you know you don't know how deeply that trauma rooted imagine being lied to your entire life about an imaginary being and then only to find out later that you've been lied to for x amount of years And that your parents are keeping up this facade. Like, that's kind of, like, fucked up. And it would traumatize people in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, it may cause um, general distrust for people. Or general distrust for people who have, like, grand... Grandurous... Big fucking gestures, right? Like, things that seem too good to be true. Like, they may have a general, you know, discomfort or general... Um, inability to kind of accept that things can be good or things can be the way that they seem because of that instance like we don't know how that traumatized him and I am not discrediting her trauma at all either like I don't want to get too into my story right away but as a woman in general like in this society in the American society a capitalist society women women are amongst one of the hottest commodities to kind of objectify and so it is very fucking traumatic being a woman but also that instance was probably traumatic for him being a child and you know a bunch of other instances can be traumatic to anyone being whoever the fuck they are and whatever stance that they are and I think it's important that like we try and stray away from playing this level up game like oh, I'm more traumatized than you, so your experience is less than this, or, oh, you're less traumatized than this person, so you should be grateful, or blah, 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 blah. Like, I think that's a result of the capitalist society where it's always a competition and we're always trying to prove that something is better or more extreme or bigger or grander or whatever the fuck may, you know, whatever, like... I think that's a part, like, a a traumatic effect of living in a capitalist society. Um, But I think that we should try and stray away from that because I feel like a lot of connections and things can be broken when people are not having that sort of empathy that should be there for another human being. You know what I mean? Um, And I think that that lack of empathy resorts from another place of trauma. You know, I think it's just, like a lot of traumatic potholes if that makes sense like a lot of things inhibiting you from having a smooth road but I think that once we get like you know a cemented conversation type thing going I know y'all fucking like my analogies because I'm raw as hell but once we get that like cemented you know road of conversation going where we can feel like we can address our traumas and like speak on them with not you know without having to feel like it's less than or um more than or whatever inhibitors like I think we could really get somewhere in our conversation when it comes to trauma um so a question that I would have is well how long does trauma last like I know a lot of people ask this question like I've seen a lot of quotes on Twitter and just surrounding everywhere it's just like basically you gotta heal from the things that affect you so that blah 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 without addressing the fact that like in order to heal from trauma 
you first have to really fucking realize that like you are traumatized I think you have to really do some self-reflection and realize like where did this fucked up action that I just committed come from or why am I feeling so low in this situation right now you know like what triggered this response what happened to me that made me feel this way because I think it's important to realize like we don't exist in a vacuum like we're very much defined by our experiences um by the people that we've interacted with we're very much defined by our neighborhoods and our communities in whatever way that is be it a social media community or a professional community or a familial community or a romantic relationship community or platonic friendship community like we're very much defined by all of those things and I think that once we realize that like it's not something that we can just not address without having addressed um, all of those communities and, and things like that, we can get somewhere, um, if that makes sense. Like, so to go back to the question, how long does it last? It lasts as long as you allow it to last, essentially. Um, and actually, I feel like trauma lasts forever. I think it just takes different forms. Um, I think that energy is always going to exist in a certain way, but I think that you can channel the energy into different um, fucking forums and, and create it or not create it. You can make it into something different, if not better, different, if not wholly better, I would say different. So like, say for example, a person was physically, this is a very common example. I would say a very easy example to see, um, trauma. So let's just use a famous example, the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation, right? When, and for those of you guys who don't know what happened, essentially Rihanna and Chris Brown got into an argument, which resulted in like a physical altercation and they were both like fucking each other up physically. Like she was hitting him, he was hitting her. Ultimately, of course, social media has taken the side of Rihanna because society views women as these little delicate things and I'm not excusing Chris Brown's behavior but I am saying that according to a few reports and even Rihanna's own report they were both being physical with each other um but that's besides the point that's something we could talk about in another episode the fact remains that they were both physically abusive and then you have to think about okay well what structures were in place in their lives you know that made them susceptible to this kind of abuse like what trauma had they faced or interacted with in their past that made them susceptible to this kind of abuse sorry y'all I'm fucking drinking some tea okay but yeah um And I remember watching like an old, maybe it was Oprah special, I don't know, somebody special and they were talking about Chris Brown and how his father was very abusive in the household, right? And then you start to like piece things together like, okay, so growing up, Chris Brown saw a lot of abuse in his household. He internalized it, never resolved it, never had a space to really obviously talk about it or get therapy and I don't mean in the western 
the typical Western way where you're going somewhere and it's super impersonal. I don't, I don't deal with that type of shit, but I mean, like, and that works for some people. I'm not downing it. Sometimes it works for certain people. It doesn't work for me as someone who's very wary of the Western medical system. You guys should definitely listen to, um, that episode of my podcast. Um, but it was never resolved. He never had that either internal dialogue or external dialogue. Like there was never any introspective introspection on that instance, on those instances that he experienced as a child, you know? And so it resulted in him taking that experience and using that energy that he'd had and kind of recreating it, reforming it into something that was familiar to him. Um, and that resulted in him beating up Brianna, you know? And I don't know much of Brianna's backstory. I don't know if there was any... I think, I think actually there was um, another special or maybe the same special or something where they talked about Rihanna's um, home as well. And I think, but don't quote me, I believe that her father was also abusive but don't quote me like I fucking said because I'm not positive but um yeah like that's just like one of the most famous examples of unhealed trauma like if you don't confront something it will always repeat cyclically cyclically in a cycle bitch okay it will repeat forever um and ever and ever until you realize that it's a problem in the first place like and that's why I say so often, like, or that's why I've said so often in this podcast, like, it's very important not to play the comparison game because in doing that, you invalidate someone else's experience, you know? Like, maybe he, when he was growing up, he probably tried to talk to someone about it and they'd be like, oh, well, you should be grateful because you have a, you know, you have food on your, on your table and clothes on your back and blah, blah, blah. And that's, you just gotta, like, you know, like when these conversations are cut short, that's when that trauma, you know, continues to proliferate and continues to grow and to, and to grow and to grow for generations and generations and fucking generations, you know? And then at that point, we really have no one to blame except for, I mean, I would say we don't, I don't think that we don't have anyone to blame except for anyone, but I think that the finger should definitely be placed on not only the individual, but the society who allowed for it to happen, you know, um, who, yeah, who allowed for that shit to happen, okay, like I said, the groups and the, the relationships that we have encountered that have allowed for that type of behavior to go unaddressed and continue to just manifest, um, I watched this, I don't know if you guys have heard of this great wonderful show but it's called euphoria it's a hbo special or something i don't fucking know but it's on hbo i don't have hbo bitch so i use my friends hulu but i'd be watching it and and it it deals with that same type of concept like unresolved trauma so there's this character and i want to hate him so badly but i can't because of this like empathetic bone that I have in my body again I need some tea y'all my bad Whew, it's mint y'all it tastes so good but yeah shout out to my girlfriend but um 
yeah, like, Maddie in the show, he's, like, this jock, and he's, like, super popular football dude, you know, and he has this girlfriend, she's, like, the typical beautiful, um, popular cheerleader girl or whatever, and once we get into the show, we realize that, okay, so maybe I should start from what the show shows first so that y'all are not confused. Essentially, the show shows their relationship and essentially they break up or whatever and she's upset. So she goes and I wouldn't say cheat on him because they were broken up, um, but she goes and has sex with another dude in front of him to make him jealous or whatever, right? Obviously, Maddie being a jock and having these... The jock mentality I, I think we know what that's talking about but like this cocky demeanor untouchable type of vibe going on like he didn't like that he felt embarrassed he felt humiliated and all that and eventually he ended up devising this plan to um I wouldn't say to get her back okay so what happened before he tried to get her back Um, He ended up getting super pissed and blackmailing a bunch of people, beating up this one dude, and then, um, fuck, y'all, I'm messing this up. Okay, so, after they broke up, um, they ended up meeting at this place, and he's like, I just want to talk to you. He ended up, like, beating her up, like, beating up uh, his girlfriend, and, um... Yeah, I mean, it was just fucked up. So then in the show, we realized that, so they do like a backstory on him and we realize that like he's dealing with some unresolved trauma. So in his childhood, he experienced his dad. I don't know if it's, it's a thin line, y'all. I can't say if it's sexual abuse or not. I mean, he was definitely having sex with underaged girls. Um, But sexual abuse is hard because they were consenting to it so I just I just don't know I'm not really sure but nonetheless um growing up that's what Maddie would see in his home um and I please I I think that's his name I watched the whole show but I don't remember his name I really just remember his character but hold on y'all whoo sheesh um yeah so we get into it his father was sexually involved with these younger girls and eventually Maddie grew up very uncomfortable with one his sexuality and two with his like place in the world like he didn't really know how to navigate he didn't really have an example of how to be um noble is so lame I don't know the fucking word but just an upright human being like his dad was kind of just fucked up right um and so then he ended up devising this plan and blah 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 and then that's when you see that he becomes abusive and aggressive and all of this stuff and I bring this up to say that a lot of these um harmful actions that occur result from like trauma like he was obviously traumatized as a kid you know what I mean Um, And so I just wanted to get a little personal here and talk about some of the instances that people that I know 
have experienced. And then I'll share a little bit about some of my traumatic instances. Even though I've shared like some of them with you guys, I haven't shared them all with you. So I do want to be very transparent about that. But first, I'm going to dish some tea on some other people. But I'm not going to say any names because I do not want to, you know, single anyone out or anything um, or like that or whatever. Sorry, y'all. This tea is just fucking great. And I don't want it to cool down. So excuse me. Okay, so uh, let's see. Who will I start with? Okay, once upon a time, I dated this human being. And they will go unnamed. The gender will go unnamed. Hopefully, I can keep this up. I was dating this human being. And they started the relationship very quickly. Um, Immediately, we kind of just moved extremely fast I mean aside from sex like obviously sex was involved but before sex was involved well I I guess it was immediately after sex um this person told me that they loved me and were in love with me and all of this and that right now I was uncomfortable with this because I felt like it was moving too fast especially because we had known each other for a while but we had really just reconnected within like a week or two maybe a few weeks or so maybe went on like two dates prior to this person telling me that they loved me um and as the relationship progressed I started to recognize a lot of aggressive behaviors like we would get into very heated arguments where this person would like yell at me or like call me names or like physically harm me and of course I was hurting physically but also I was really like I don't know if this is just me I'm pretty sure it isn't like I'm pretty sure we all kind of just try to empathize with people um but my immediate reaction was of course just like oh dang like this fucking sucks but my second reaction was like what happened to this person to make them act like this and so I ended up staying in the relationship for much longer than maybe I should have I don't think I I hate that saying because a lot of people give Tauruses a bad rep saying that we just stay places longer than we need to and all of this but I really feel like it's because we're so empathetic like we really try to work with people and really try to see them for their most I wouldn't say their most perfect self but their most raw self you know what I mean like we just try to see people as people and not as um defective or whatever the case may be we just see them as whole human beings or whatever anyway that was just my spiel so yes I'm trying to figure out why this person is so physically and verbally abusive with me eventually as our relationship goes on this person tells me like they've just experienced a lot 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 lot. um first of all the mother was very verbally abusive um and I think the mother was on drugs um and so they ended up having to you know live with a family member who raised them and there was just a lot of chaos in their in their young life you know so they felt silenced as a youth they felt very helpless a lot of the time they felt very um just defenseless and like no one really had them 
And so that resulted in their, or not platonic, their romantic relationship being very rushed for one. And when those feelings weren't reciprocated, very frustrated and very aggressive. Um, And like I said, it resulted from unresolved trauma. Like this person never had anyone to talk to before me. Um, to talk to about the things that they'd been through and how they'd been so hurt because this person had to really be tough and hard for a lot of their life. Um, And so, I mean, this is not me patting myself on the back, but I think it's very important to just listen to people in those instances because I don't know what other relationship this person has been in after I had to in the relationship because it had just gotten too much for me but I don't think that this per- I would hope actually that this person has not inflicted the same things because within our relationship we've had those conversations like okay this has hurt you and how do you feel and why do you feel this way okay you know like really trying to get to the root of this problem or the problems like it was never me being like you're aggressive you need to fix this blah blah blah, blah. it was really like okay well how can we help you you know like how can how can listening and really just like really fucking listening help and it did I mean I think that it did like I said I haven't spoken to or seen this person since I had to cut things off with them but I really feel that they've progressed in some way I I don't know I just would hope Like, I really have no idea what this person is doing with their life at this point. But I really hope um, that that's what happened. And another instance, um, there was this individual who will also go unnamed. Whose gender will also go unnamed. Who grew up in a very chaotic home. I wouldn't say, well, yeah, chaotic. They had a lot of different siblings and things like that. And they just grew up in a lot of confusion. They really didn't know exactly what was going on. It was like a lot of people in and out of their lives. A lot of, you know, um, what the fuck do you call that? Just a lot of inconsistency, right? They had a parent who was very... um, How do I describe this? The parent was good for a while, Um, but after a while, the parent suffered with mental illness, and they became very unstable and very abusive, not physically, but very verbally abusive, very demanding, very manipulative, very disregarding of this person's feelings, and so when this person entered into a new healthy relationship or a newer, healthier relationship than they'd encountered before, um, they displayed the same qualities that they'd encountered in their childhood. Um, they were aggressive. They began to shut down, which was a result of not having been listened to in the past. Um, they were very manipulative which was a tactic that they saw effective and like used but not even intentionally um and that's what I mean by like trauma really shows itself and things we don't even realize like 
And that's why I feel like it's so important to really address these things. Like, this person didn't know that they were traumatized from all of the things that they had dealt with until, like, I really had the conversation, like, okay, like, what has happened? And, and not even formal conversations, like, okay, so back in your youth, what hurt you? But just, like, conversations, like, those prodding questions, like, okay, what were some of your most difficult times as a kid or what are some of the things that you remember from your childhood or like, you know, just conversations. And sometimes people will just bring these things up if they feel comfortable enough and they'll start talking to you about things like this. And it's just like really important to like open that ear and try not to inflict your own or insert your own trauma into their instances, like really just opening the floor up for them to speak. Um, Because like I said, just that conversation can really, I mean, granted, like everybody is not automatically just going to be an introspective person. Like sometimes it causes it, it, sometimes that little push of introspection, like, you know, interchanged words and thoughts and feelings and just listening sometimes and sometimes just presence can really do a lot for people with unresolved trauma. Um, but not all the time. Some, there are some people that are introspectively dealing with their trauma and I can say for 110% fact that that person is me. And so I do want to go into a little bit or one of those people are me. Um, and I do want to go into like some of the trauma that I've experienced and how that's shown itself in some of my relationships, be it platonic or, you know, romantic. Um, and so I know growing up, I had a lot of quote unquote daddy issues. I don't like to put it that way, but I did have a parent who was very much involved in his own own trauma. You know, he was very much involved in his own trauma. He was very much involved in trying to run away from that trauma. And so he couldn't really be the best parent that he could have been. Um, for me and to me and my siblings. Um, and so I grew up with daddy issues that I never knew that I had until I dated someone who was very inconsistent with me and very abusive. And it was the person, the first person I mentioned until I dated that person. I didn't realize that I had abandonment issues. Um, and It happened because I remember an argument with, or not even an argument, I remember when I was young, I was graduating from eighth grade, and my dad was just traveling a lot. I don't really know what he was doing at the time, but he didn't want to come to my eighth grade graduation. And it was huge to me because I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to high school, like this is a milestone, like blah, 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 blah. And I really had to literally beg my father to come to my graduation. Um, eventually when I convinced him, he was there and he was acting like he was all happy and everything. But I didn't realize how traumatic that instance was until there was an argument that I had with said individual, not my dad, but with the first individual I was talking about. And I ended up running down the hallway after this person and literally just like, please, like, like begging, like, please just don't do this. Like, you know, this means a lot to me and blah, 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 like crying. Okay. And then I, when that instance was over, I really did some reflection. Like, actually I didn't do the reflection on my own. I was just like sobbing, like so sad. Like I didn't know why it had 
like affected me so deeply until I spoke to my sister and she flat out told me like yeah sounds like you got some daddy issues and if you're pushing people away or if you're you know telling people that they can leave when they want to leave and all of this stuff because you've been abandoned at some point then they're going to do that and I was like wow like that's something that has happened to me that was traumatic for me being consistently like left by my dad and then come back and then left again and like just this in and out type of thing and I saw that reflected in my relationship and I didn't realize that I was projecting that instance or those instances onto my relationship and that's why I say like that's why I said in the beginning like we are all toxic in some way like we are all dealing with some type of unresolved trauma and emitting that frequency into all of our relationships and that's why I feel like it's so important to just like deal with that um But after that conversation I had with my sister, I kind of just like really thought about all the shit that had traumatized me. And I realized that I had a lot more unresolved trauma than I thought I did. Um, Sorry, I got to take another sip. And um, yeah. Um, y'all don't know all my whole stories, but, and I, I don't know, I like to call it a whole phase, but I really was just a serial monogamous. Like I was just dating a lot of people and just throwing my pussy around and all of that. Um, but I was dating them exclusively. I just would get out of one relationship and hop into another relationship or whatever. And I didn't realize that that was also due to me trying to just have like, due to the trauma that I had of not having any control in my youth it was a way for me to kind of like reclaim some type of false control and also having been sexually abused as a child which I don't really want to go into but I was sexually abused on different instances and then me kind of like being extra sexual was me kind of like reclaiming my sexuality you know it was me being like okay I can fuck who I want when I want how I want you know I mean consensually of course but you know it was me kind of being like okay like I have a grasp on this and that was me acting wholly out of trauma and now that I've like really addressed that trauma like really realized how not only unsafe that was physically but unsafe for me mentally because after every relationship I would always feel so abandoned which went back to that those abandonment issues like once I addressed those things it was like damn like I don't even be wanting to fuck like that no more and I don't even be wanting to be in a billion trillion relationships or anything like that I don't need that type of oh excuse me y'all validation from people anymore I need the validation in different ways and like I said that trauma never erases it just you know transforms into different things and so now I'm like like once that energy was converted from the sexual energy and like not wanting to be abandoned by you know romantic relationships and things like that it really turned into me being like overly committed to schoolwork or overly committed to my job and then seeking that validation there and when I don't get it feeling really underwhelmed or feeling really depressed and blah 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 like it just continued on as this like huge massive cycle of unresolved trauma and that's why I say I don't think that trauma goes away but I do think that we can channel it in different ways and so now (laughs) um and this isn't like I said to pat myself 
on my own back. But I don't think it's a bad thing to necessarily patch it. Like, I'm proud of myself because I am channeling that energy differently now. Even though sometimes I do still find myself seeking that type of validation um, from my coworkers and my supervisor and things like that. Like, now I'm starting to channel that into my artwork like I'm a writer I think I told you guys that um and then like you can see little peaks of that trauma kind of like challenging or not challenging but showing its head in those pieces and so yeah like basically I just wanted to talk to y'all about like how unresolved trauma never really how trauma never goes away but unresolved trauma can really really fuck some shit up Like, once you address the trauma and you realize that it's there, then you can start working with it. But once you, but if you never address the trauma, if it's always just in the back of your mind as something that you don't want to deal with, then you're always going to hurt more people at the end of the day. So I just encourage you guys to address your trauma. You know, think about it. Think about the times where you felt really low. Think about the times where you've hurt someone. Think about the times where someone has hurt you and really not only think about that person and why they hurt you and how they hurt you, but also think about why you were hurt in those instances. Think about where your mind is and what you've experienced to make you feel the way that you do in that instance and kind of just, you know, open up that floor. And again, my DMs are always open. You guys can always follow me on Instagram. I do want to do live forums every Wednesday, so make sure that you guys go over there and um, I was about to say like, comment, and subscribe. Y'all know I watch too many fucking YouTube videos, but go over there and follow my Instagram at IJWTFK. I have the same Twitter handle, IJWTFK. And then on Facebook, you can follow what is there to even talk about. Um, It is an open forum. If you have any questions, if you want to comment on any episodes, if you have my phone number, text me about it. Like, I just really want to have this conversation because I really feel like it's so, 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 so important to really talk about these things so that we can stop the cycle of abuse and stop the cycle of trauma. Like... And channel those things into positive ways, you know, as much as we can. So, yeah, thank you guys again so much for being so patient with me. Thank you for being so fucking loyal. Y'all some bad bitches and bad hoes or whatever, bad niggas or whatever. Um, and I really appreciate y'all. So make sure that you, you know. Uh, share this episode with whomever make sure you go and check out some of my older episodes and just let me know what you think guys I really 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 appreciate you guys and I love you and thank you so much for listening to another fucking podcast episode of what is there to even talk about bye